Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. Normally with Mitchell Whitfield, I am Marco Flalo. Mitchell is stepping aside for a moment because uh, our next guest... Is uh, is standing by Andy Grayson, global product manager at Husqvarna. I, you know, and and welcome to the show number one. And and off the air, we were talking about the various pronunciations of the company name. I'm going to go with Husqvarna. Is that okay? I know that you had a, you had an extra syllable in there. Yeah, Mark. I think uh, whatever you like, I like. So that's great. <laughs> I appreciate that. I like I like subservient guests right off the bat. It means that it's going to go well. Uh, <laughs> Andy, thank you for doing this. You know the the premise for obviously talking today. Um, there's lots of stuff going on. The weather's turning absolutely beautiful, pretty much around the globe. But we're all kind of stuck at home or in similar situations, depending on where we live. And um, I, like most people, have been spending a lot of time, you know, working from home, but also paying attention to my house a bit more and uh, looking at uh, things to make things smarter and. And, and, you know, just around the home. And uh, I've always been into the smart home world and I've looked at different connected products. And, you know, my mind doesn't go to landscaping when it comes to a connected product other than, you know, smart sprinkler systems and stuff like that. But you guys have been doing something with the auto mower line um, for quite some time now. And I, th- I think it's probably more – correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I'm based in Canada. Mitchell, who's my co-host, who's normally on, he's in Los Angeles. It, it wasn't until a couple of years ago that your brand really even popped up on my radar because I think just climate-wise, it's one of those things that I guess people don't necessarily dive into or it's more, is it more of a commercial product. Is that, is that a, a safe assessment? Um, so everything you said is right. The Husqvarna brand has done a lot of things over the last couple hundred years. Um, we've been the world leader in robotics since 95, so we're celebrating a big 25-year milestone this year. But we do make all kinds of products. We pride ourselves in being a full offering. So whether you need you know, a snowblower or a lawnmower or a robot or a hedge trimmer, we, kinda, we do our best to give it all to you. The product line has really grown, I find, over the past – Probably three to four years. I, I think it's become more and more in my in my on my radar and my in the headlines. Would that be a safe assessment? Yeah, absolutely. So glad it uh, popped up on your radar as a blip. But um, yeah, we've expanded the line specifically here in North America over the last three or four years. Um, it's been in Europe for a couple decades now, but here in North America, people are starting to get on board with you know how can I spend time elsewhere? So we say you know you save time by not spending time mowing your lawn and stuff like that, but it's not just saving time to sit on your couch. It's how can we be more purpose-driven with that time. So we've seen all kinds of stories about cool things people are doing with the extra couple hours a week that the automower gives. Oh, I, I can imagine. So let's talk about the automower line for a second. Obviously, it's the 25th anniversary. Uh, there's a special edition automower giveaway that's going on right now in Canada. I don't know if that's North America-wide. I know that it's specifically in Canada. Um, giving people the opportunity to enter until June 8th, 2020. Uh, no purchase necessary. It's free to enter, and you could win a special edition, gold edition of the 
the automower. Let's talk about this product because it's way more than just a, a robotic lawnmower. There is so much engineering and so much R&D that goes behind something like this because it's not just about cutting grass. It has to you know, understand the landscape at which it's traveling through. It has to understand the limitations of where it can travel. So how does that all come together in a package that is consumer friendly at the end of the day? So good question is, Mark, um, the automower, it is, to your point, much more than just a robotic lawnmower. Um, most of our owners actually consider them a member of the family. They get names because they, you know, contribute so much to the lifestyle of the family. So it, it does much more than make tall grass short. Um, it can learn your yard. So within a couple of weeks, you'll realize, you know, hey, I've been bumping into this tree right here. So now I know that there's a tree there. Or maybe it'll learn, you can actually turn on a, like a weather function. So it can interface and learn the weather patterns and make sure that it mows maybe more or less during the wet and dry season, stuff like that. Yep. So uh, these mowers, they never stop learning, which is really important to integrate into the families of 2020. What kind of technology are we talking about in terms of being able to map the landscape or map the, uh, the your, your garden, for example? Is it a form of like LIDAR? Is it a form of laser? Is it Obviously, it memorizes it and it knows and learns it. But what is the technology behind that? So it's a couple of different technologies. First off, there's GPS technology in a lot of our X-Line mowers. The 315X you mentioned is a part of that range. So the GPS is what tells it where it's mowed and where it hasn't mowed. So that way it doesn't over mow one area and let another area grow longer. And then another technology is we do have ultrasonic sensors. So as the mower is approaching something, it realizes that it's approaching something. It kind of slows down before it gets there. That way it doesn't just hit full speed. and so, like I said, the first couple of times it'll tap that object, whether it's a, a doghouse or a tree or something like that. And if it's a fixed object, it'll learn where that is and then realize that for the next time. Now, there are non-fixed objects. So, for instance, I have a dog and sometimes the dog leaves <laughs> toys out in the yard. So it'll, you know, it won't mow the toy, but it'll just bounce off the toy and keep mowing elsewhere. So we, you know, leading up to this, we, we talked about the fact that we we're going to be talking to you and uh, we got a couple questions from from listeners. Um, one of the questions was about capacity in terms of how it works. Does it collect the actual grass cuttings? Does it redisperse it? Does that vary by mower or is it something that is, you know, consistent throughout and how does that work? That's a really good question. So that is consistent throughout the range and all of our mowers essentially are mulching mowers. So there's a cutting disc underneath that has three razor blades. So the razor blades are not fixed. They actually fling out with centrifugal force as the disc spins. And so it goes around and cuts the grass that way. So is that different from a normal rotary mower? No, in the fact that it's cutting grass, but yes, in the fact that it's doing it every day, multiple times a day. So instead of cutting off, you know, one to three inches of your grass blade when you used to mow your lawn every other week, now it's cutting off a fraction of an inch every time you mow. So therefore, the grass clippings are very quick to uh, decompose in the yard, which actually acts as fertilizer. So it helps your grass be more healthy. Now, is that is is this concept as opposed to, you know, mowing your lawn once a week type thing? Is it is it better for the actual grass itself? Absolutely. So. Like I said, you're essentially constantly fertilizing your grass by putting these small clippings back into the dirt. Um, We've had a lot of our owners, and myself included, have said, you know, over the course of one to two years after they install their automower, it's crazy the difference that they see between their yard and their neighbor's yard. Everything held constant except the mower, just because you are giving the grass a much healthier environment to strive in. 
Now, you know, you, you talked about these mowers becoming, you know, a member of the family, and I, and I, I definitely feel that because, you know, we've had a, a Roomba and an iRobot inside the house. And we've, we've given it names or whether it's the, the pool cleaning robot. We call it Pam for some reason. I have no idea why. Um, but it, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because, it, because it's true. Like, everybody does that. We don't know why we do it, but we do it because it really does. It does help help our lives. Um, what are we talking in terms of, uh, you know, battery life? Obviously, this goes back to a, a, a central place where it charges when it's not being used but what's the lifespan of something like this because this is not a cheap investment great question so that's a pretty wide range i guess depending on the size of your yard versus the size of the capability machine you buy but most cases these should last about a decade oh wow that's impressive that's truly impressive we've got comes with a standard two-year warranty and there's sometimes promotions and options to buy and increase that warranty up to maybe four years but uh design life on these machines is typically 10 years now what about someone who has a little bit more of a challenging you know larger larger footprint of land with lots of hills and ups and downs i I noticed when i was going through the product lineup that the the first ever all-wheel drive version of the robotic lawnmower was recently released i mean i I didn't actually see a date so i could be lying about that but uh, you can correct me um what's the benefit of having all-wheel drive is it just more more you know easier to tackle harder terrain so first off, you are correct. Um, we did officially launch it in 2020, so it was about two months ago. Those machines hit the market. Um, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I'm actually looking out my window watching mine in the yard right now. So it gives a ton of benefits. Uh, we have two all-wheel drive models. One is the 435X all-wheel drive, and the other is the 535X all-wheel drive. So same capabilities, but just different interface. The 500 series is more professional, and the 400 series is more consumer. So the 400 series all-wheel drive that I'm looking at right now in my yard, the biggest thing it does for me personally is traverse slopes. So okay. I have a drainage ditch in my yard, and on the other side of the drainage ditch is a big patch of grass. So before I had a previous model that was not all-wheel drive, I would actually mow the grass on the other side of the ditch with a push mower every other week. Oh, wow. So was it ideal? Not so much. Was it a big deal? No, not at all. I spent 20 minutes every two weeks just mowing the lawn real quick. But now I've been able to have the all-wheel drive automower actually traverse down into and up out of the drainage ditch because of the four-wheel drive capabilities that it has. That's brilliant. Now, how does someone pick like the right automower to buy for their property? Is it based on the size of the property? Are there other factors that we should be thinking of when we're diving into this? Yes, there's a couple factors. Size is the most important. So we've got automowers that range from um, 0.4 acres all the way up to an acre and a half. And then, of course, we're always developing automowers that could be bigger and better. But at that time, at this time, that's all we have. So in addition to that consideration, you need to think about um, passageways. So when I say passageways, I mean narrow areas that the automower has to travel through. So you need to have at least two feet wide of passage anywhere for the automower to work. Okay. Otherwise, you'll need to get creative on maybe you know setting up a second cutting area or using a different machine like a push mower to cut it or something like that. But uh, other than that, I mean, these things, they'll 
they'll cut pretty much any yard. I'll be honest with you. Andy, uh, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It's always fun to talk about, you know, products like this, even though they've been around for a long time. It's one of these things that I don't, I don't know what it is about. You know, I know, I know the brand is very omnipresent in Canada. Um, but when it comes to the automowers, probably just because of the climate we're in uh, here in Montreal, at least where I am, uh, we don't see them often. So I'm looking forward to uh, working with the PR agency to get my hands on and play, play with this for some time and actually give it a, give it a test drive. So I'm looking forward to that. And, and I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to join us. It was great to have you on, and I hope you and your family are keeping safe and, uh, and uh, will join us again as we have more stories to tell. Yeah, thanks, Mark. It's been really fun. I've enjoyed talking with you, and uh, agree. Look forward to the next one. Your Tech Report will be right back. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.